How can you forgive yourself and leave the pain of your past? On various videos, some of you left comments showing your struggle to forgive yourself for things you did in the past. I feel your pain. I was an alcoholic for 10 years before Jesus saved me, and I struggled for many years with the shame and guilt of my past. This video will show you a proven process to change the way you feel about yourself and silence your thoughts that condemn you. This forgiveness process is in the Bible, but you may not realize it's there. It will work for anyone, but it's not a pill or a quick fix. It's a biblical process that requires your active involvement, some grit, and some perseverance, but God will help you. Watch the whole video. Do the step-by-step -step activation at the end. Just listening to this video is not enough. Nothing in your life will change until you change something you do. I'll write out the complete activation steps in a community post. Click on the community tab, copy the steps from the post, do the action steps every day, and let God break you free from the pain of your past. Because unforgiveness is deeply rooted in us, maybe going back many years, it requires a process and time to remove and replace those thoughts, beliefs, and feelings. Jesus came for this very purpose. He came to give you peace and joy in life without condemnation, guilt, or shame. A battle is raging inside you. Satan hates the fact that you became a Christian. He'll try to stop you from doing the good things God has planned for your life by keeping you feeling guilty, ashamed, and feeling disqualified from doing anything for God. But Jesus has something to say about this. John 16, NIV. Jesus said, in this world, you will have trouble. But take heart, I have overcome the world. And Jesus empowered you to overcome as well. 1 John 5, 4, Amplified Bible. For everyone born of God is victorious and overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has conquered and overcome the world. Our continuing, persistent faith in Jesus, the Son of God. Satan's weapon is deception, and he's really good at it. If he can get you to believe what he says instead of what God says, Satan wins. Our faith wavers and we become Satan's slave again. Scripture says, you're slaves of the one you obey. Romans 6.16. There's a chilling thought. Every time we yield to feelings and thoughts that are not from God, we give Satan a foothold in our lives. Strongholds are developed where he holds us strongly in our thoughts, beliefs, will, or emotions. Those same thoughts, memories, and emotions lose their grip on us when we reject them and replace them with what God says, and we have the power to do that. Paul explains in 2 Corinthians 10, 3-5 NIV, For though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. You have the divine, supernatural weapons of God to demolish Satan's lies, his arguments, and to take captive every thought in your mind and even your emotions to make them obedient to Christ. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to Jesus, and he gave his authority to you. See Matthew 28, verses 18 to 20. Look, with Jesus fighting by your side, Holy Spirit inside, guiding, encouraging, and empowering you, you can't lose unless you quit the battle. Galatians 5.1 in the NIV says, It's for freedom that Christ has set us free. 
Stand firm then and do not let yourself be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. Don't go back into obedience to Satan. After what I did, how can I forgive myself? There were times I felt like that, and maybe you have too. In Matthew 5, 43 to 44, Jesus said, You've heard that it was said, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. Jesus told us to love our enemies. He wasn't asking us to fake an emotion. Jesus never did anything fake. On the cross, Jesus decided to love the very men who murdered him. He did an act of love. He prayed for the very people who killed him. Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they do. Luke 23, 34, New King James Version. Man, that was love. Dr. Gary Chapman, author of The Five Love Languages, had a difficult marriage counseling session with Anne, whose husband, Glenn, was abusive and cruel to her. She had long ago lost any love or respect for Glenn, but she was a Christian and refused to get a divorce. She asked Dr. Chapman how she could love her husband. She just didn't feel any love for him. In Matthew 5, 43 to 44, Jesus said to love your enemies. Dr. Chapman suggested Anne try doing acts of love to Glenn and see what happened next. Jesus said to love your enemies and Glenn had become like an enemy. Over the next six months, Anne made daily decisions to love Glenn and did loving acts toward him. It wasn't easy, especially at first but she persevered, and she began to love Glenn again. Over time, Glenn changed, and then he began to love her too. Dr. Chapman had just received an important revelation of God's love. Love is not primarily an emotion. Love is a decision followed by an action which results in a feeling. Now, when I discovered this, I I was excited because this explains God's commands to us to love others. He knows that if we make the decision and act on it, the feeling of love will follow. Dr. Chapman has used that approach again and again in his counseling practice and shared it. People all around the world have tried this. It works in all relationships, parents, children, friends, etc. Would that same process work for forgiving yourself or others? Forgiving is hard. Painful memories can be overwhelming, and your feelings of grief, shame, and guilt can be very strong. But what does God say? 1 Corinthians 13.5 in the NIV says, Love keeps no record of wrongs. In other words, love forgives. Forgiving is an act of love. Yes, this process works for forgiveness. This is it. This is your breakthrough. This is the answer you've been looking for. This is how you can finally forgive yourself and others. Forgiveness is a decision followed by an action which results in a feeling. Activation. Choose one thing that you just can't forgive yourself for. What would you most like to have erased from your past? Step one, choose to forgive yourself today, no matter what happens. Romans 8.1 TPT. So now the case is closed. There remains no accusing voice of condemnation against those who are joined in life union with Jesus, the anointed one. John 3.13 NIV. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Declare this aloud. My life is joined with Christ's. I will not listen to voices of condemnation, guilt, or shame. Not mine, not the voice of others. That is not how God talks to me. I have decided to forgive myself. 
Step two, put on Jesus' gift of righteousness and refuse to take it off. For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. 2 Corinthians 5.21 NKJV Declare aloud, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Think of waking up every morning and there's Jesus by your bedside with this beautifully wrapped gift in his hands. He reaches out and offers it to you. He smiles. You can feel his love in that smile. Your heart burns with his love. Now, see yourself reaching out and accepting his gift. Thank you, Jesus, you say. What are you going to do with the gift? Unwrap it, of course. He's waiting, still smiling. You unwrap the gift and you look at it in awe. It's a robe, a beautifully made, one-of-a-kind, hand-sewn, radiant white robe with intricate designs embroidered on it. And your name, your eyes tear up. It has your name on it. It is your robe of righteousness. Put it on, Jesus says. But first, take off the condemnation, guilt, and shame you're wearing. You take off the rags you've worn for so long. Jesus takes them from your hand, and they disappear, gone forever. You put on his gift, the robe of righteousness. It feels so good to be clothed with righteousness. You actually feel good about yourself. In your mind, take off condemnation, guilt, and shame, and put on Jesus' robe of righteousness every morning. Step three, refuse to remember what God has erased from your life. Isaiah 43, 25, the EXB. I, I am the one who erases, blots out all your sins, transgressions. For my sake, I will not remember your sins. God has erased every sin, every bad thing you have ever done when you were saved, when you were forgiven. He has blotted them out. They no longer exist. Declare this aloud. God has chosen to forget the sin of my past. Today, I will not remember what God has forgotten. My past is gone, forgiven, erased. I am not the person who did those things. I am a new person, made pure and holy by Jesus' blood. Step four, set a guard over your heart and mind. We need to control the thoughts and emotions we entertain. You have the ability to control what you think and feel. Proverbs 4.23 EXB. Be careful what you think. Above all, that you guard, protect your heart, because your thoughts run your life. Life flows from it. Somehow, Satan seems able to suggest or plant thoughts and ideas in our minds. But your mind belongs to you. Take ownership. Kick Satan and his horrible thoughts out. Don't allow him to come into your heart, sit in your favorite chair, raid the fridge, and live there rent-free. Kick him out every time. He's like a dog that you put outside the house and who sneaks back in every time a door or a window is left open. Any opening and he will come in. He'll try again. Satan will try again and he will come back in with these thoughts because he knows he can wear people out, but not you. You aren't fighting this battle on your own. Ask Holy Spirit to strengthen you and energize you to resist the feelings and emotions of guilt and shame and replace them with joy and peace. 1 John 4.4 EXP God's Spirit who is in you is greater than the devil who is in the world. Step 5. 
Do acts of love and kindness for yourself, especially when you feel condemned, guilty, or ashamed. As you do, feelings of love for yourself will follow, and you will forgive yourself. Then tell me your stories. Leave comments on the video or in the community post with the activation step. I want to pray for you as you break free and finally forgive yourself. There's an amazing life waiting for you on the other side of condemnation, guilt, and shame. If you like this video, please subscribe, like, and comment. Thank you for listening, and thank you for doing the activation to let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Romans 12.2 New Living Translation. Until next time, God bless.